Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. I'm Sherry Steele, your host, and I'm excited you're joining us. I want to help mentor you to be all Christ has created you to be. Standing firm, suited up in your armor, owning your identity in Christ, or as I say, owning your crown and loving like Jesus. If what you hear encourages, uplifts, and makes you want to dig deeper into your relationship with Jesus, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen and follow us for more encouragement on Instagram at Pineapple Principle. Now for today's show. Hey, Pineapple Principle community. I am so excited you are with us today. We are actually going into our Advent that we do every year at this time. It is our tradition. It is our preparation to help you prepare your hearts for this holiday season. And I'm excited because this year I have my new friend, Laura, from Light Speaks Loudest. We're just going to chat about all things Advent for the next four weeks, Laura and I. Um, We're going to talk about the hope, the peace, the joy and the love that um, the baby Jesus brought into this world um, for us. And for those of you that are new to the podcast or you don't know what Advent is, Advent is a um, season, this time of year is when um, Christian churches um, celebrate the coming of uh, the baby Jesus and the second coming of the Lord. There is like lights and candles and you know, scripture. And it's just a big four week process preparing your heart as you go um, into this holiday season. And the first week, um, the topic for Advent is hope. And you guys know that's a thing I love to talk about. I've started off a podcast, um, I guess season four, we started off the podcast about hope, or maybe it was this season, season five. I can't even remember now. It's all running together. Um, But I love talking about hope. And I am so excited that Laura is with us today. So Laura, tell everybody hi. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I love getting to just learn more together and explore these topics. So good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you're here. So let's, you know, when we talk about hope, Mm -hmm. I go to, um, you know, Luke 1, verse 26, around there, when the angel came to Mary and said, um, hey, you're going to have a baby. You are favored by God. You basically are going to bring hope to the world. They have been waiting for the Messiah for 400 years. What, you know, the, everything's been going, was it 400 that the the God was silent and they didn't hear from him um, until we got into the new Testament. So I, um, she's bringing the hope hope into the world, hope into the, for the people for um, a Messiah to come and um, rescue them. And they, cause they haven't heard from God in so long. So I don't know. I, I'm just going to keep rambling because I'm really <laughs> excited about this topic. So I'm going to let you tell me what you have to say about hope or how, what, what you think, like how you feel about hope. Yeah. Um, a couple of things that have been stirring in my heart during this time of year too, is kind of the recognition that hope and trust go hand in hand. So when we think about having hope, um, we, it's really hard to have hope if you don't trust that there is good in your future. You don't trust that there is someone good um, who is leading the world and, you know, preparing a place for us and renewing the world. And I think that um, for me, I've just kind of been sitting in that, that space of like, oh yeah, hope and trust go hand in hand. How am I um, trusting 
that God is who he says he is and that I am who he says I am. Um, and being able to kind of think about those things as we get ready to celebrate Christmas. Um, what about you? Do you do you see those connections between hope and trust? And I, I do. It's because you're trusting him for what's to, you know, for what's to come. The podcast that I did on hope was about, you know, I kind of used examples of waiting for my um, one daughter to get saved. And, um, and then also like I had some complications with my pregnancy with uh, my son and, but it was, you know, the trust and the hope that I knew that God would take care of things. And like, um, then like, and now present day, they were singing together on stage. And when I saw them singing together on stage at our church, it was like, this is the promises of God. Yes. And amen. Look at this. These two really shouldn't have been here and look at them now up there, like leading people in worship. And then, wow. And recently our oldest son just gave his heart to Jesus. And like, we have been praying for him for a long time. He is, you know, um, a 30 year old grown man. And, but we had that hope. We had that trust. We knew God had told us that he was, he was going to bring him in, that he would, he would answer and open up his heart to him. And, um, and it was just that we had to have that trust, like, and we had to just sometimes keep silent and let God, just let God do the work. And it didn't, it was hard as a parent to watch your child go through something, but, we had that hope and that trust that God was taking care of him. Nothing bad was going to happen to him. And he was, you know, going to turn his, turn his um, heart around and give his heart to Jesus. So yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah. And it makes me even think of that concept of like planting seeds. You know, sometimes we're just doing a little work and, and we're doing it with faith and with hope that God is going to take that and do something later. You know, so many times when we have conversations with friends or maybe it feels like really awkward, you know, sometimes to bring up God or Jesus to your friends, but being able to even um, give them a spot to understand like where your hope come from, where your hope comes from, or, you know, something that they may reflect on years later. It's not going to be like, it doesn't always have to be an immediate um, reaction in order to like be meaningful. Yep. Yep. We have to, I think our hope and knowing that Jesus is coming back for us, that when we have that hope and we have that peace of everything that's going on in the world, that our hope, like it, it helps bring others to God. It helps others to see like, Hey, she's got a lot going on. You know, her world is crazy right now. She's going through some things, but she still has hope for the future and for good things. And I think that's encouraging for other people because there sometimes people are like, how do you get through things? How do you do it? And it's because of the hope we have inside of us that we know it's all going to work um, for the glory of God. And it's all going to be okay. No how, matter how it turns out, may not turn out, turn out how we want it to turn out, but it's going to turn out right. It's going to turn out good. Yeah. I'm curious. So when you, I I think we've all felt this way at times, Sherry, where we just feel like we don't have hope. Um, So if there are any girls listening that maybe just feel a little hopeless right now, like what would you, what would you say to them or what would you recommend to them um, in order to kind of understand why they can and should have hope? I think one of the things that when I get in a tough situation, 
sometimes, you know, it's hard for me to focus, to get into the word. And that's what I always tell people. Oh, go to your word, go to your word. But sometimes even me personally, when my mind is struggling and my heart is struggling, um, I, I can't focus. I can't get in that right frame of mind um, to go to my word and to find that hope and to find that peace that I need. Um, so I, I like love just putting on some good worship music. And just like either just sitting in the quiet with some music or laying down to like even like I have laid put on like some really great playlist and just laid down and just laid there and listened to that music until a piece came over me and I fell asleep. Because I think sometimes what we put in is going to come out. You know, if you're not listening and encouraging yourself with good things, then you're just going to the negativity is going to stay there. But just getting in the quiet and listening to the goodness of God through song has helped me so many times. And it's helped me to get twist that um, thinking, that stinking thinking, as people say, and get my mind in the right mindset of, you know, God is going to be good. There is there is hope. Um, I can go, then I can, I'm in the right frame of mind to get into my word and read about what he's going to do. And then sometimes I also like if. I just can't get myself to have that hope. I reach out to friends and say, listen, you need to pray for me. Like I'm struggling right now. Like I, because there's times when you can't, your mind is so messed up that you can't focus to pray for yourself, but you can call on your friends and say, Hey, your community of people and say, Hey, I am in a funk right now. This is what's going on. I need you to pray me through this. I need you to help me. I need you, you know, to be my Aaron and her like Moses and hold my arms up right now and get me through this. Cause I can't. And that that's the thing about having good community, having good Christian. Yep. They'll hold you accountable and they'll, and they have your back. They have your back. Mm-hmm. I mean, Yeah. And even thinking about that, that takes like a pretty strong level, like you were saying, like of community and vulnerability. And um, I just think that's beautiful when we can turn to each other to be able to encourage and uplift. And it even makes me think, um, I like this saying from one of my favorite podcaster, authors, speaker, um, her name is Crystal Evans Hurst. And she said, you know, sometimes we got to be our own best friend. Sometimes, you know, you may or may not have that person in your life that you can reach out to. And knowing that a lot of um, a lot of girls struggle with loneliness, a lot of the girls that I work with and talk to say, hey, I have friends, but maybe they're not Christian or maybe um, I don't know how to go deeper with them. But even this concept of being our own best friend at those times when um, when we don't have someone to reach out to, we can encourage ourselves. We can talk to ourselves kindly and encourage just like you would if your friend came to you and go to scripture and use that as a good basis for being able to like um, remind of the hope and why we have that. And I think for me, I don't know about you, Sherry, but when I need hope, I think um, there's two places that I typically open up my Bible to. Um, One of those is, Um, the Gospels, because I love getting to read and see the life of Jesus. And then the second one is Psalms, just because most of these written by King David are just so um, emotional and heartfelt. And it makes me feel and see that I am seen by God, too. Yep, exactly. Yeah, Um, you do. I totally agree with you on that. Sometimes you do. You have to be your own best friend. And and also, like, sometimes you've got to remember that Jesus is your best friend. And sometimes, you know, 
if you're struggling even to encourage yourself, all you have to yep. do is whisper his name and he'll be right Amen. there beside you. He'll be right there. Ah, that's so powerful. Say that again. Um, sometimes all you have to do is whisper his name and he will be right there. That's it. Just he will be that peace. I he'll love that. Now, well, now we're, we're going ahead and getting on week two. Talking. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting excited here. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you guys are too. Yeah, I um, I think the verse that comes to mind most for me for hope is Romans 5.13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, I, like I said a little bit ago, your hope can encourage so many others because of your hope. You have the joy you have, you have joy because you know, it's going to be okay, no matter what. And sometimes it's hard. It's still hard for me as a 54 year old woman. Like I get all up in my feelings sometimes and like get aggravated at people and lose my stuff. And, um, but we have to know, we have to remember that um he is good and he's always good and that we just have to trust in him and have that hope um amen that's um i, I, I truly, love that yeah that's truly truly um that's probably my favorite verse to go to for hope is to remind me of that because we all were we were put on this earth we're all here um to be disciples of christ and to bring we all have the job of bringing others into the kingdom and so when we have that hope and we trust him, like you talked about them going hand in hand, then um, that helps us to bring others into the kingdom of God. So. Yes. Yes. And I think that when we, when we hold on to that hope, it's not like you said, Sherry, it's not just for us. It's for others. It's for God's glory. It's for, um, it's just for a bigger purpose than we even can know at the time sometimes. So being able to turn to that is really important. Being able to turn to Christ and that being able to just sit in the, I don't know, but I know the person who does know and that's okay. Yeah. You know, and it, we're doing this via zoom because I'm in Florida and you're in Colorado, but I'm looking and behind you is your little rainbow from one of your boxes. And that yes. just makes me think of the promise that, you know, God made for Noah after the flood that he would never, um, destroy the earth again that way. And, um, we actually, we were on, a, when we were on our vacation, we sitting on our balcony on the cruise, there was a beautiful rainbow. Like I have pictures of it. It's just amazing. Um, and, but that promise, you know, we have to believe in that promise, um, that what he says is good and what he does is good. And he makes us promises and they may not, um, come in our time, but God's time is always perfect. And we have to remember that about his promises. So yeah, your little rainbow made me think. <laughs> yes, I love. I'm, <laughs> yes, I, I mean, you're totally right. And that's why like, that's why I have this rainbow as a reminder. And that's why I'm a big fan of, I call them visual reminders, just little ways, little things in our house. You know, it can be a craft like this, or it could be even just like a sticky note where you write down something that encouraged you and like have something to look back on and say, okay, I may not feel hopeful right now, or I may not need hope right now, but I'm going to write it down. I'm going to like take stock of what God has done in my life and be able to look at it later and say, okay, when I need my hope, I know what where to look. And I, it's funny that we're talking about this. I actually, um, 
this was a few years ago now when I was in college, but I had a wall just of my dorm room where um, I would write down like things that God had done in my life or ways that I was grateful. And that was really helpful to me in maybe a not not so great season of my life where I could look at that wall and say, okay, like I just wrote it down on a piece of paper and hung it up on the wall and just said, okay, God, um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I trust you and I'm going to put my hope in you and look back at these things and be encouraged for the future. That's so good. That's such a good idea. Yeah. I'm big on putting things on my lock screen. Yes. I mean, how many times a day do we pick up our phone? And like, and it also too, if you have a smartwatch, I liked, I have an Apple watch and um, I like to put things on my Apple watch too, versus on my Apple watch. Cause those are the two things that I look at the most. And then I always like to keep things like on my bathroom mirror, but you know, your mirror is a great place to get your day started in the morning, your locker at school. Like, I guess everybody still uses lockers at school. I don't know. We all, <laughs> I don't know. What, maybe that's changed. I haven't been in high school in a long time, but putting sticky notes in your locker or um, in your car, even like on your dash, if you're a teenager that drives, like if you have the um, privilege of oh, your parents ha- letting you have your own car, um, cause I feel like that's, that's such a huge blessing right there. Um, like put some sticky notes up in your car. Um, yeah. Put something, that's great. yeah, but put, put, hang some posters on your bedroom wall. Like we were talking about posters the other day. I was, cause I said I had a, a big poster of Rick Springfield above my bed. I don't know if anybody knows who that is, but if you remember the eight nope. <laughs> girl, People know that song, Jesse's Girl from like 80s, yes. 80s parties, but he sang Jesse's Girl and I had a big poster of him right above my bed, <laughs> but yeah, that's awesome. And things. So yeah. Oh, maybe that's some things that we need to look into is some encouraging posters between Pineapple Principal and Oh, we're getting inspiration. That sounds fun. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, I don't know. Lord, do you have anything else to say? Like, I feel this has been so good. I don't, I don't know if I could add anything else to this. Wow. Just one, one thing that I wanted to read as we're closing out and thinking about hope. This is from Psalm 143. One of my favorites uh, from King David. He says, answer me quickly. O Lord, my spirit fails. Hide not your face from me. Lest I be like those who go down to the pit. Mm. That's good. Read that one more time. Answer me quickly, O Lord, my spirit fails. Hide not your face from me, lest I be like those who go down to the pit. I just see so much trust and hope um, from him in that moment. And he's not in a good spot, right? He's like, my spirit is failing. I need help. But being able to hold on to that hope that God is who he says he is and will do the things he has said that he will do, um, I just think is so beautiful. It is. It is. I loved it. Um, that was, that was good. Um, you know, as we end this podcast, I just, um, want to say that I pray that for everyone listening that, um, you know, God is, he is light and he is life and he is the one who gives us hope as we're waiting for him for his second coming and, um, help us, you know, pray that we always like help others that are lost and like send us, help us to be a light in a dark world. That's what I'm praying for each and every one of you um, 
today as we t we end this on hope. So anyways, you all, we will see you um, or not see you, but we will talk to you guys again next week as we continue our Advent study on um, into this holiday season. And next week we'll be talking about peace. We hope today's show encouraged you and gave you a few aha moments. Most importantly, have you digging deeper into your relationship with Jesus. Make sure to check out the show notes for any scriptures or books we mentioned. If you love the podcast, please share it with a friend or on Instagram and even tag us. We would love for you to leave a rating where you listen to podcasts. It helps others to find us. We would also love to know who our listeners are, and you can do that by finding us on Instagram or our website, pineappleprinciple.org. Until next time, keep your armor on, own your crown, and love like Jesus.